You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler, a couple of footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Hello, welcome to the show. It's, uh, it's Badge and Sats here with you Thursday night, just about ready. It's not long off, is it? Uh, what are we, Sats? An hour or so away from mm-hmm. the start of the Big Bash, which will be... Um, Surely be very eventful across the next few months. Uh, hopefully, we won't get sick of it, but it's um, looking forward to it anyway, the start of it. Can't wait for it. And, and it's a bit odd, you know, isn't it? Welcome to the show, but um, in the midst of a series against India. Well, I think, different. Badge, because we don't have a lot of international players out here for the BBL because of COVID, and we've had a couple of the English players that have don't want to go through quarantine again. They've gone back Got, Yeah, went home UK. from South Africa. Yeah, so... Um, I think it's perfect timing for the BBL. Yes, they've got some really good rules coming. I like the rule changes to keep the game a little bit more interesting. Nathan and Horitz last night wasn't so sure, was he? Yeah. He was, uh, it sounds a bit... Maybe you know, it's a little bit tr- bit more of a traditionalist. To how be can you be honest. a traditionalist with Big Bash? You can't with T20, can years. you? So um, I think it's perfect timing for the BBL that India are in the country at the same time because they just add that a little bit more fever pitch to the game. Mm. If it wasn't India, I would have feared for how interested the fans would have got in the BBL this year. Mm, I think it's going to be enormous. It'll be starting with a big, uh, a big bang tonight. Uh, now, pass the plate around NRL. Do you want to? Do you want to buy a stake in the Super League sats? The NRL will. Will they let us be part owners as well? The Super League in England. It wouldn't be a bad investment, I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, mm. it's a great comp. I love it. I yeah. just love the English game and. I've been lucky enough to play over Was there. Was it the same over their badges that's played today? I don't think it's too far off. The yep. fans are really heavily invested. They're so vocal and they love their the big club attacking focus. Yeah, that's one of the the, the great parts of it. Uh, it suited me too. Yep. <laughs> Tackling was a dirty word for me. Darcy <laughs> McDonald, she's a uh, a journalist with Fox Sports and written a story today uh, around this, and she's going to join us pretty soon to um, tell us uh, about this potential deal where the NRL could buy us. I wonder how much they could buy, and, and uh, I wonder if, you know, how much. I hope it's not about a takeover, just about making sure the game survives mm. more than anything. Uh, we'll, have, we'll take your texts, and you can. Uh, Send them to us anytime, 0477-736-736. Best Christmas movie badge. Last night we did Worst Christmas Foods, and I I got smashed a little bit about the minced pies. What's it called with Will Ferrell when he's... uh, Elf. Elf. Oh, Elf's the... Vacation. Remember Vacation? The Christmas Uh, Vacation with Chevy Chase? Really? No. So you you don't have a sense of humour. I get frustrated watching those... Chevy Chase shows. I don't like being frustrated. I don't like frustration comedy. But yeah, come on. Just, you can't. Oh, what's your favourite Christmas movie? 
0477 736 736. You've thought about this late, haven't you? I, it's not on my run sheet. I am with you. I, I'm, I like Elf. It's my favourite. Yeah. Mm. I think uh, I think that'll get Polar Express. I remember my son growing up used to watch the Polar Express. Tom Hanks mm. was in it. Yeah, there's a lot of good Christmas movies. But what's what the one? What's the romantic comedy that everyone talks about? Um, yeah, anyway, uh, the, Hugh Grant would sure be in it, wouldn't he? I'm sh- yeah, he is. I'm sure someone will uh, will text us about it. Uh, we got like it, don't like it. Uh, our hot topic as well. Uh, you can join this this one on Twitter. Sats, you've set this up. Should the NRL Actually, actually, how have your word? I was going to say, should the NRL, NRL adopt a draft like the AFL, which started or happened last night, the yep. AFL draft? Should we get one in the NRL? Um, you've got, you've stuck it up on Twitter at Sports Day. Um, NSW. NSW hmm? or, at yeah, the moment, it's, it's 100%. What we should. In the votes. No. Yeah. Kidding. Absolutely. It's so confusing. It doesn't, is, doesn't the it's confusing, do Badge, because, because it's not part of our culture and we don't understand it. You talk to AFL, the true hardened AFL fans, they know exactly what the, – the NFL fans, they know exactly what's going on. Yeah, now, yeah. Can I don't it, like Sydney kid grows up, wants to play local and gets drafted to Adelaide. Well, I don't want to be here. No, well, that's some of the restrictions that can be put in. And um, I think if we had a streamlined approach to the – to the draft now, there are a lot of people out there that feel as though that it takes away from clubs being able to develop their own players. So why go and develop a player at fourteen or fifteen? He's going to draft him when he's just going to be drafted. Mm. But there are some concessions around that, and they do have their own academies and stuff that that, that helps bring that along because they they can then they can gazump the uh, the 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 choices in the draft, can't they? We saw it last yeah. night with the, the yeah. first choice pick. A, a young lady we work with, Katie Brown, she came up with a good idea that. Out of everyone in your development squad from 15 through to 18, whenever they get drafted, you've got to pick two that you would like to – that they're your priorities that you hold on to. And they don't go into the draft? No, oh. they don't go into the draft. The rest will – Like it. Mm. Like it. Okay. Good stuff. So what do you think? You're an ideas man. Do you like a draft? 0477 736 736. I like it. Or give us a call. We want to chat to you about this. one three hundred forty two fifteen. 33, let's do our footy update. Sports Day, Sports Update. Okay, it's not just a footy update, it's a sports update. Support local, australiamade.com.au. I will start with a bit of footy though. Uh, the Titans have shown interest in Brandon Smith, I reckon well, most you? clubs would, mm. for 2022. But the Storm are playing hardball. They have they say if you want him in 2022, then you have to give us... A very good player in Tino Fasumalawi, who just left them five done, minutes ago. Do they've done a deal before he signed? So, no, they you haven't. You go for a year, get the money you need, <laughs> yeah, come, back. come back. Or, if not him, Mo Fotoaika, well, he's, who's a he's very their best, good young. Top three best players. Yes. Yeah. Yes, who should have. He didn't play Origin, did he? he no, he didn't. He got, no, no, he did. No, he did. Uh, game two. Game two. Game right. two. Hey, um, it's good negotiating by Melbourne, isn't it? They're clever. They're you clever because they play this, hardball. Well, this is kind of what's led Josh Adokar. Uh, he, he's not leaving this year. Now, if they'd been a bit softer and said, "Oh, look, we understand you want to leave and you want to go back to Sydney and find a club, and we'll do a deal," and they said, "If you find a club, they have to give us a player." You know that they wanted uh, no, Nofaluma, mm-hmm. who's now looks like he's going to re-sign with the Tigers. It's not about the but money they, for Melbourne. They're saying we want a. And oh, it's fair enough. Well, if you have a contract for next year, the year after, whatever it is, we need a replacement. It's about succession and, plans. And therefore, they either get a very good replacement 
or the player doesn't leave. Mm. I, I think this is going to pop up more and more with, from other clubs with players that are trying to wimp out of their contracts. Well, it, it happens overseas. There is the loan system in a lot of sports around the around the world, but there are other sports that are they're hell bent on. We're allowing a player to go if he, one if he's not happy, two it's emotional reason, but three we need one or two players back that fill our squad. Mm. And it is the successful clubs do it really well because success is more important to them than money. The money will come if you've got success. So they get someone like a Josh Adokar, Suliasi's gone, Cam Smith's gone. They get Remus Smith down there. Straight away, they're looking like a pretty formidable right. side again. Again, uh, Now, St. George Illawarra, you've got a, a bloody good player on your hands in Jack Bird. Yeah. Hopefully he can get on the field a lot more than he did in the last three years. 17 games over three seasons with the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, he's no, a St. George Jr. Sternum injury, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. He said he's living back in Wollongong. He's, li- he's back in the bedroom that he grew up in. Yeah. It's great. He, like, he must feel a lot more comfortable than when he went to Brisbane. Now, he, he's... He's accused the Broncos of, of almost giving up on him, and he was in, he was rehabbing for so long. Difficult circumstance. He must have been shattered about not being able to play. Well, but I doubt they gave up on him. No, I'd, and it get, becomes very lonely when you got a long term injury badge. I mean, of course, I was fortunate enough I didn't have a lot of long term injuries. You did, but before the and injury, I didn't have a long term injury through COVID as well. Even more exactly. difficult. Be- could before do. the injury came, he went to the Brisbane Broncos to be coached by Wayne Bennett. Yes. When Wayne Bennett left, he was disappointed. He thought if Wayne Bennett wasn't going to be there, he would have stayed at the Sharks. Mm. Or if that's money out, persisting, he would have gone to another of, club. Out of his control. And players do end up with clubs with coaches that yeah. they don't necessarily want to play under. So I think to, to level allegations that they would have forgotten about him, I, I, I doubt that would have happened in today's world. Because yeah, we have got whole departments that are revolved around welfare of players yep. uh, in clubs and the NRL. So, But Badge, you've also got to put your your foot in his shoe as well and realise that it becomes a very lonely, dark place oh, when really you're out difficult. for a long period of time. I, I missed a, a season late in my career and I I just didn't feel like part of the place, which yeah. was crazy. I'd already been there for six years. And they can involve you the as Raiders. much as they can, but they you're just do. not part of the, and the I was, celebrations. I was at the physio every day or after you know, a while I was back training almost every day. But you're not playing. You feel like you're not... You're not contributing. And, You're and, sort of uh, arriving when the players are finishing training, oh, doing your rehab. It's... You, just, you just want to get on the field and show that you, yeah. you, you, what it means to you. Jack, Jack said when he left Jack Bird that he, he, uh, if he left felt feeling like a failure in life. He would have felt like that. No one, ever, no one, I don't think, thought that about him. I certainly didn't. I reckon you wouldn't have sat. We just realised how unlucky he was. Mm. We know the kid can play. Just unlucky with injuries and hopefully – that's behind him in the St. George Illawarra Dragons get great value out of him. Well, you know, a, a pitcher can sometimes speak a thousand words, Badge, and during COVID when a lot of the players' restrictions, they were, they were in the bubble, they weren't allowed to leave for social reasons. There was a photo that emerged um, in one of the newspapers of Jack Bird sitting with Darius Boyd in a park, and all of a sudden everyone jumped up and said, hang on a sec, what are these guys doing in, out in the social? They weren't. They were sitting at a picnic bench, away from everyone else, their teammates, so they're allowed to be in each other's company. But Darius Boyd revealed that Jack Bird was struggling yeah, emotionally. And, he, and and Darius has had a lot of experience with dealing with his own demons. And so he got him out of the house, got him down to a park, sat at a picnic bench and just spoke about life. How yeah. is he feeling? So you've got to remember that not only yeah, was he in a dark place from an injury point of view, but it, because of COVID, you just feel mm. isolated and ostracized. Being away from home. Yeah, you know, I agree with you, Badge. I, I think he's a fine player. And in everyone's career, like Tauto Monga going to South Sydney, there comes a time in your career 
when you hit some good. And good things happen to good... You really hope so. Good things happen to good people. Yep. And from all reports, this kid's a really good kid. So, yeah, fingers crossed everything goes well for him. Okay. Die Hard. That's a classic. That's a great Christmas movie. Oh, that was a horrible Christmas movie. In, serious? That was no. That wasn't a good. I, every time movie. that comes on, or any of them, I, I just have to watch. I it. thought the Die Hard the one, should have stopped at the first one. The one with the plane. Yeah. That, number two is it? That that was the Christmas. Number one. three was the Christmas one, I think. But I the think building, it, it should have stopped plane. at the first. It's like some movies; they should never have a sequel, like Flying High. So it's, you're going to have a lot of people disagree with you, and it's a bit like your mince pies. You're not going mince to get anything horrible. positive about that one. What about the? person last night, I think it was Prince from somewhere on the Gold Coast, said it's mince pies and cream. Scott Prince. <laughs> Is he still there? He wouldn't pay for them if he had to, yes. Scott Prince, only if it's free. Uh, a few other things we want to get through. Um, Kurt Capewell's Six, Seven Years of Hell. Yeah. Uh, terrible stuff, this. Revealed that he participated in an X-rated film um, that has been put on a gay website. Yeah. And he just feels... Shocking about this. Well, he's only 20 years of age. He was playing for Ipswich. He came in from Charleville. He was looking for money badge and and entered an ad that was looking for a... He's a good-looking kid. A photo shoot. A photo shoot for a sports company or sportswear company. And when there, was offered more money to participate in a in an X-rated film. No, it's some in, oh, in nude pics and then yeah. it went from there. Yeah, exactly. So it just escalated. Oh, terrible. And a young kid looking for money... Um, Accepted it, and I think it's just surfaced again because he's he's, he's has let the Queens the QRL know about it, his clubs know about it, the NRL Integrity Unit uh, knows about it because someone's tried to sell um, the images of him. Well, they've so, tried to embezzle. Yeah, they've yeah, tried to not good. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you know what, Badge also as embarrassing as it is for Kurt Capewell, he's got on the front foot. I think people would just. Yeah, they'll get over it really quickly. Yeah, that's he's got right. a happy partner and child, on. and everyone just moves on. It just, yeah, it, it must be a, a shocker for him to yep. to deal with. Uh, Sats, there's a message here for you about with the AFL draft that we've been. Uh, hey boys, on the drive back from Sydney, this is from Thanks Mick. Hey boys, on the drive back from Sydney, just wondering if Sats will be giving an updated summary of last night's AFL draft. Oh, he might just be finished we'll be, by the time I get to Hope Island. We'll be- <laughs> See, this is what put me off, um, and I've never, I'm not a big fan of having a draft anyway, but when we, we spoke to uh, Daniel Cherney, wasn't Cherney, it, from, yeah. the, um, from the, the age. age last night, seriously, Sat's eyes were rolling around in his head. I'm just going, I, I can't And I love I the draft. That's it. the thing. And, I, and, and that was the, the abbreviated version. So you know what, Badge? Of, I watch the NFL draft, and I know exactly what's going on. <laughs> and if you don't know what's going on with the draft, there's a really good movie with Kevin Costner in it called Draft Day. It's a tremendous movie about the NFL draft, and yep. so I under I understand the draft, but I listened to that, that AFL draft last night, and honestly, I had a migraine. Oh, it was hard. Uh, okay, and Mia uh, from Logan, boys, a good Christmas movie, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Never seen it, Mia. That is pretty old. Never seen. I think it. that's pretty. Is that Mia's just showing her something? age there? I think is really James Stewart or Bing Crosby or <laughs> someone like that. Uh, okay, um, now on cricket, Cameron Green has revealed he's never bowled or batted against or with a pink ball. and uh, I don't think many would have badge. Yeah, well, he said but every time they, those games come up, he hasn't been able to play or he's been injured or he's been out. Or So his, uh, the three-day match starts tomorrow at SCG. the SCG yep. between Australia A and India. It's going to be his first time, so it'll be interesting. And, and um, India apparently fielding a, a close-to-test Test well, they should. They well. should too, because they've all got to then go and play, you know, a full test with uh, with the pink ball in Adelaide. But I think if you ask most of the competition, I don't think a lot of them would have played with a pink ball. Yeah. 
And I don't know what the difference is, other than that it's brighter. The guy, some of the saying, if, if you're already in as as the as it goes dark, mm-hmm. that's okay. But if you come in as a batsman and it's dark and the pink ball's there, it's very difficult. I to would pick it think up. it would be the exact opposite. Well, I'm just telling you what the cricketers are saying. The batsman is it nothing? Like, this is not break dancing, Sats. This your is, expertise. This lies. is like in the this one, is cricket when the uh, World Series, the one day is coming using a white ball. What colour were the side screens, even though the though the Black. end? They were white. Oh, were they? Initially, they were white. Oh, they had Didn't to make sense. Them. Yeah, that's right. Did they change them? Yeah, they did. To they black. went to black. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Righto. Uh, and, and we are going to try to catch up with Zaka throughout the program, the uh, breakdancing star of the did I, 80s. When you were Zaka? Yeah, I was, that was 1984. And you were 14? 13. 13. So 36 years ago, 1980, you were yeah. in a crew. The yeah. break dancing crew. Electro beat. Electro, yeah. It's supposed and, to be electro beat and they spelled it wrong. <laughs> so Sats, the break dancer, who's going to make a late charge, we believe, for the uh, the Paris Olympics. Why not? Hmm? I think you should. I was very good at the windmill. We'll, uh, we'll try to see. And the turtle. Know. Remember the turtle when you walk on your hands? Hmm. I could do that as well. Okay. Well, I want you, uh, in the break, you're going to practice and then we'll try to get Zacher on at some stage. <laughs> In the show, if he's uh, if he's ready, uh, there's been another casualty in the cricket. Uh, Mo- Moses Onriks yeah. has uh, picked up a low grade hamstring strain, so he's not going to play in the three day game. He is can't he take be a in, trick. Is he going to be in the test side? Probably not. Probably not. But he's become a bit of a fan favourite because he's he's been a very good captain in the BBL, and mm. he's worked really hard to get back to the international game. And he's been tremendous since being back as well, a real leader amongst the team. So he's become a bit of a fan favourite, Moses Henriques. You know, growing yeah. up, he was regarded as the fastest bowler in school cricket. Right. He was, yeah, but he still bowls now, but it's only very medium pace. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just a shame. He can never get going. I, I wonder, you know, if he – it just it's, it's a, kind of another reason that Cameron Green can shine in this three-day game mm. and find himself in the test side. And I, I know he's not a certainty. Someone would love to see it. But the other bloke we want to talk about is, uh, is again, about Will Pukowski. A former Aussie team doctor, Peter Bruckner, says that um, they're concerning those head knocks that he's been getting. But he believes he could still make his test debut in Adelaide next week if he's free of concussion symptoms. Now, I've read a story today from a leading uh, specialist, the manager of um, uh, the, the Brain Bank, yeah. that is you know doing a lot of research here with the the CTE and the issues around concussions saying there should be a mandatory 28 to 30 days break for anyone that gets concussed from their sport now playing in the test next week is for him much too soon he said he understands why they do it and they feel okay but they just don't know enough about it to, to say, yeah, go back and play. And he's, he's, he's obviously vulnerable after having, as you said last night, so that's nine concussions in the last few De- years. Depending, right? depending when the last con- concussion was, how long ago was your last concussion? And, and he's been quite easily concussed Yeah, and that's, that's the problem. The, the more you get concussed, the easier it is to, to see the lights go out. So, um, you know, I, it'd be a risk because he's so young. It'd be a risk to throw him straight in. And we've got a lot of protocols now that, that many can follow. Uh, but, yeah, it is a concern to have that many. You know, there's a lot of rugby league players that won't have that many concussions in their career. Yep. Mm. Right. Well, we're going to get to the break. And our hot topic when we come back uh, is around the English Rugby League, the Super League, being uh, some of that being bought out yep. by the NRL. And Darcy McDonald, who's a Fox Sports journo, 
is going to join us. Look for the green and gold Aussie-made logo to be sure it's authentically Australian-made. And you can join us anytime with a call, one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three 1433 or text on 0477-736-736. If you want to join in the heavy stuff, you can, or the light-hearted stuff, the best Christmas movie ever, Sats. If you don't elf. think it's Elf, there's something wrong with you. This is Sports Day for Kia's Open Season on now with match-winning deals. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Yes, and our hot topic tonight, Badge and Sats here with you, of course, is around the English Super League competition and the NRL uh, this story running around that they we could be buying part of it, or the NRL could be buying part of the uh, investing in the English Super League. We got Darcy McDonald on the line, Fox Sports Journo extraordinaire, who's run with this story today. G'day, Darcy. How are you? Hey guys, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well. Before we talk about that, we're going to ask you a very tough question in a, in a few moments. Your favourite <laughs> Christmas movie and it's if it's not the elf or the grinch that's that's the other one i forgot yeah we've got um, grinch then uh i'll be oh. very got mark very from hurstville said bad santa bad santa that, mm. that is good that is good all right well, I'll, I'll leave you to think about that um okay. but uh yeah how likely is this to happen that the um nrl will invest in english super league well this is a really interesting one i think the initial report dropped from sky sports uh, in the early hours of this morning, and it grew legs over today, definitely. Um, and Peter Volandis didn't refute the report. He actually said he, he would uh, never say no to anything, and you always look at opportunities. Um, and he said that the opportunity was provided by a third party, and he does believe that the CEO, Andrew Abdo, has engaged in some very, very informal talks at this stage. Mm. Um but the really interesting thing here is that later this afternoon, it actually uh, another publication reported um, that there's not not much not much truth to it actually, and um, that the it was more so the the Super League trying to ramp up their value. So right. I think it's going to be a bit of a case where it's a watch this space. Um, because there seems to be conflicting reports here. Um, but yeah. although the Super League, yeah, the Super League did actually um, reach out to an investment bank uh, over a year ago looking for investors. So there's the appetite there. Um, just whether it's going to be the NRL, that's, yeah, it's neither here or say. But I, 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 don't, I do believe Peter Volandis, we know he's a sharp, um, a sharp shooter. He's straight to the point. Mm. I don't think he would have engaged the idea if there wasn't even just the slightest bit of appetite for it. Yeah, well, my question was going to be why? Why would they want to sell some? Would that, if it does happen, would it be just about about trying to shore up their finances? Is it, Are they in some sort of financial strife in the Super League? Yeah, I believe so. Like, I, I don't proclaim to be a Super League expert. I'm not across all the finances and whatnot as much as I am of the NRL, um, but I do believe they have suffered financially because of course because of the coronavirus pandemic mm. i believe the uk government 
are going to give the Super League a $12 million support package to help them get through their off-season. So there's definitely a bit of... Yeah, a bit of anxiety financially there. So I, I would, I dare say that would be the the main the main reason. And and with things like this as well, um, I like to gauge what what the fans how they react to it. So uh, this afternoon I had a look online and and looked at the reactions of the UK based Super League fans, and they were loving the idea. They were so welcoming to it. They really want to see it happen. And a lot of them said uh, they really admire the way the NRL is run and promoted. So, I mean, yeah, you, you could, I guess you could say um, the NRL's professionalism is maybe something that's attractive to the Super League as well. Mm. Well, Darcy, we don't have a lot of competitions around the world, do we? Like rugby union, football, soccer, whatever it may be. So I would think, and I don't know whether you agree or not, that it could possibly be a very good asset for the NRL to be involved in to keep the game in the UK operational. Yeah, oh, 100%. I think... I support any idea of um, promoting and expanding the game wherever that may be. I say yes. I, you know, you don't say no to opportunities like this. And 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 Vossi brought it up this morning on his show. Um, the opportunity that it it, it creates for um, emerging players. You know, we saw swap deals take place in the NRL this year. And mm. could you imagine what this opportunity could provide for those those guys that can't quite nail a, a week after week consistent first grade spot? Um, you could, you know, do a swap deal potentially with the Super League, and they could be playing top level rugby league over in over in the UK. Come back with a hell of a lot more experience. It could grow the game substantially and and develop players so much faster and develop more players really. And on the flip side of that, the emerging players, Darcy, I'm just thinking out loud here. The the players that have had to go to the UK Super League because they can't fit under the salary cap in the NRL, Jackson Hastings, Bevan French, just to name a couple, yeah, Aiden Caesar. So transferring them to England with the opportunity to maybe come back 12 months later when a club has their salary cap sorted, I'm, I'm just thinking that that could be a possibility also that, that just sits nice and tidy with the NRL. Yeah, oh, I totally, totally agree. And, and with people like that, like Bevan French, for example, um, when he left Parramatta, he was playing in their reserve grade side, yeah. but he was probably good enough to be playing NRL level. He's gone over to the Super League and absolutely carved up. And and same with Jackson Hastings. He's gone over and carved up as well. And what they've gained is so much experience, confidence, and they've displayed their talent and their ability as well. And it's also it's made them more of an attractive buy for NRL clubs. Another example of that is um, Darcy Lussick's younger brother. I think it's uh, Joey Lussick. He yep. left the NRL and I think he was in the Roosters system. He's gone over to the Super League, done really well, and now he's coming back and he's signed with the Eels. So, you know, it, it, it does fit really nice and tidy. I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, and, so, and perhaps we can have clubs with feeder club arrangements um, in, in the UK as well and help help them develop. So, very good. Now, um, not wanting to sound creepy, but I did Google you, Darcy, after we lined <laughs> the interview up, and I found that you're a massive Bulldogs fan, you and your oh, family. Yeah. How are they looking from your perspective this year under uh, under their new coach, Trent Barrett? I am so excited. I, I won't lie. I was a bit apprehensive about um, Trent Barrett coming on board. I, I don't even have a reason why. I just I thought that they needed a bit, a bit more of an experienced coach to kind of clean up the mess that was going on there. But he has made some serious moves. Um, since linking up with the club, not just on the field, you know, bringing in Kyle Flanagan and, and signing Matt Burton for 2022 and all the other signings, but bringing in someone like Steve Hansen is just, oh, 
It's mind-blowing. It's, he's done such a good job. So I am really confident. I think, I know I'm a little bit biased, but I think they will make the eight next year. Wow. We love that you're good biased. Good stuff. We love like that you're it. biased. If you, could, if you could have one of these players, Brandon Smith or Gareth Woodup next year, which one would it be? Oh. The bought doggies. Oh, Brandon Smith, without a doubt. He is a bulldog through and through. He's got the DNA, <laughs> he's got the passion, the determination. He looks like I'm, one. I'm pledging it. Come on, Brandon. I will give you a cheese platter. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most important question about tonight, Darcy, is what we alluded to earlier on. Your favourite Christmas movie of all time. Yeah. I didn't have to think about this one. I watch this uh, all the time. Don't Maybe say love, actually. Christmas. Um, no, Christmas okay. with the Cranks. Oh, okay. I've never seen that. <laughs> Christmas with the Chris, Christmas oh, with the Cranks. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Tim Allen is in it. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. It's very good. Oh, no. It must be good if it's better than Elf. <laughs> All right, well, Darcy. Elf, Elf is, yeah, Elf is very good. <laughs> yeah. All right. hey, we, we really appreciate you joining us on, uh, on Sports Day, Darcy McDonald, and, and well done. You're writing some great stuff with, uh, with Fox Sports. Oh, thanks, guys. Have a good night. Fantastic, Rodio. And uh, we better get moving on and keep those texts coming, or you can call us, 1-342-1533. Oh, Twitter, that's the poll. Uh, is at Sports Day NSW. Mm. Should the NRL dropped adopt the AFL draft? You reckon it was everyone saying yes? I hundred percent so against yes. that. Still like it? Oh please! Mm. Says yes, no, we're not quite sure. It makes me want to get on Twitter <laughs> just to to tip the odds in my. Hey Badge, favor. I'm going to throw another really quick Christmas movies at you mm. that aren't Christmas themed, well, but Christmas they are movies. around Christmas. What? Home Alone. Christmas movie. Oh, it just happened to be some presents under a tree. Nothing else about that is Christmas. One of the greatest movies, comedy movies of all time, which is about getting home for Christmas, Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Oh, yeah, John Candy. <laughs> that is great. Okay, you got me there. You'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco, authorised service. Book at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day for Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Now on Sports Day, off the text with Badge and Sats. Have your say by texting 0477 736 736. What have we done here, Sats? Uh, talking about the AFL draft last night, and we had a funny, a funny interview in the lead-up to it. And uh, so tonight we're talking about whether the NRL should adopt it. Strangely enough, despite the, uh, the chat, I'm going to play a little bit of that audio soon. Um, <laughs> really? Are you going to put the listeners through it again? No, a very little bit. Okay, radio. Despite that, our, our listeners are saying 100% NRL should adopt a draft. Yep. Um, although, on the, that's on our Twitter feed, but on the text, this one, Sats, Bazza from Maryborough. Why would we need a draft in the NRL when the salary cap keeps teams pretty even? Oh, exactly what I, I thought. I don't think they do. Sending young players miles from home to play with a club they don't want to play for can cause all sorts of problems. Yeah, I'm, it can. I'm exactly... Bazza? He can, Bazza. Gaza agrees with you. <laughs> he can, Bazza, but if you've got some uh, dispensation around taking players from certain areas because you've got them in your development systems, whatever it may be. Just, um, we're talking about the ones that do have to leave. Yeah. 
Well, then it comes down to how much do you want it. And in the full-time True. game, I think it's a lot easier. But how difficult is it when you're, when you're 18 and 19 yeah, away it's difficult. from home? I it's, know it is difficult. But that's, it's yeah. difficult. And you left home relatively young. Yeah. But um, I don't think the salary cap does keep it even. I think the salary cap – I don't think the, the salary cap – Well, the Broncos came last. Yeah. I guess Melbourne and the Roosters have dominated the last few years, but there's been other teams in and out. Um, West Tigers, they come mid, mid-table every yeah. year. That's, is that mm-hmm. a good thing? Well, well, probably not. If the salary cap worked, you'd see a lot of those ones making the finals more well, often than so not. There's, and those teams that have been down the bottom, um, you know, Newcastle for that run they had, they mm. would have had some great draft picks, wouldn't they? But they still managed to to pick up the likes of Ponga yep. and Mitchell Pearce and, um, you know, some other good players. Yeah. And, and the Saifidi brothers who were coming through their system. So, oh, it's, look, it's so, it's so debatable, Sats. I know you're a bit of a fan fan of it. I like it for a number of reasons. I, I think I think I'll get caught up, Badge, in the the excitement of it all about how rugby league would stay in the in the media for a lot longer. Yeah. Um, something positive that's happening, and I, I I just like the whole process around a draft. And I think it really, really gives an opportunity for young players to get to clubs because at the moment there are a lot of players that fly under the radar. Yeah, they look, fly under the radar. They get they get left out. Funnily enough, there's there's seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year olds that that don't get seen until they're twenty twenty one, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. But as part of a draft, they all go into a melting pot, and it means that clubs have to do a lot more due diligence on players, a lot more research on players, find out a lot. But more. But are there a lot of players in the AFL that are missing out because they don't? You know, surely there's more than fifty nine players that they they drafted last night that are trying to. There's be more up. in the AFL that are getting cited at 17 and 18 than right. there would be than the NRL okay. each year. Each year. Mm. All right. Well, you can tell us what you think once again. one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. 1-300-42-15-33. Give us a buzz. Baz, I've got one here for you. Yeah. Uh, it's Jimmy here from Pottsville. Heard you guys talking about Jack Bird. I'm a massive Dragons fan. Fully fit. What position is he? Oh. So I've always seen him as a lock. Yeah, I reckon you're right. Mm. I think yeah, he needs a bit of a ro- roving commission where you don't want to just stick him on the left side or the right side. A very good centre mm. and, and quite a really aggressive player, isn't he? Yeah. But oh, he's that sort of player. Oh, I think he's a classic lock. Gee, he, uh, he he caused Queensland some problems a few years ago, didn't he? Playing, I think he's coming off the bench yeah. and just sort of playing wherever he was. But I imagine then he was, he was at that mm. lock forward role. Yeah. Good player. Yeah, he did. Good call. Um, Mick from Yaguna. Listening to that AFL bloke last night <laughs> made my head hurt. Please never bring in a draft. Well, I'm going to play. For those who didn't hear it, last night we spoke to Daniel Cherney. Not all of it, a little bit of it. Daniel Cherney uh, from The Age, who's, uh, who's a very good journalist, but especially around the AFL draft. And we were talking about the nuances of it and, and you know how some players, uh, some clubs would use draft picks and... Uh, or you could gazump them with a, you know, if they were in your system. And he tried to explain it to me or to us and our listeners how it worked. Have a listen. Next year, uh, if you if there's a bid in the top twenty, then you can't can't be matched. So the idea is, it's, and then from the following year, it'll be just the top four. It'll be the top forty. Will be a blackout zone. So effectively, the idea is still to be able to develop, you know, kids from um, non-traditional footy backgrounds. Say, you know, yeah. Um, an African um, immigrant, something like that. But uh, if you're, but not, but not if you're already a top liner and, and you sort of just happen to be, you know, um, have an indigenous background or um, 
you know, there was a kid, for instance, a kid by the name of Josh Eyre, um, who's probably going to be snapped up late by Essendon tonight. Uh, he didn't even realise he was a member of their academy until about 12 months ago. <laughs> or he wasn't a member of their academy 12 months ago. Um, and, and Essendon found out that he had his, uh, I think, great-grandmother was Indigenous. Um, uh, you know, he, he was just going to Assumption College in Kilmore. Um, and it wasn't, you know, uh, you know with respect, it, he, he would have been playing footy anyway, so... Road. Oh, I'm I'm for the draft now. <laughs> I, I finally clicked. Third time I've heard that, and yeah, I love it now. That's easy, simple stuff. Seriously, uh, come on, God. Uh, right. Actually, yeah, I got one here also. G'day guys, uh, Craig here. Best Christmas movie: Scrooged with Bill Murray. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I remember that. That's Scott Prince. He'd be the Scrooge around yeah, Christmas, yeah, right? Yeah, As for NRL and the draft, why bother bother bringing in more headaches? What with the bad ref calls, players not fulfilling contracts, etc., we've got enough to worry about. Love the show. Keep it up. Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas, Craig. That's a good point. There's some good points you make there, Craig. However, one thing they don't have in the AFL is these players swapping and changing clubs that are already under contract. Mm. Because if they want to do that, I think they have to go in some form of draft or, a or trade. Yeah, And w- that's what we don't have. Yeah, that is the one thing that I would love to So if you're not really happy at your club, bad luck. You've yeah. got to stay there or for a period of time. Go and get yourself traded and yep. drafted and maybe maybe for no more money than you're already on, as we keep saying. Mm. Good stuff. Thanks for those and, uh, and keep them coming. 0477 736 736 shop for authentic Aussie products. The Australian made kangaroo certification is the logo. The nation trust sports day. It is for Kia's open season on now with match winning deals back soon. You're listening to sports day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is sports day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Badge and it's time for a Racing Queensland update with Chris Nelson. Joins us each and every day. How are you, Chris? Going very well, thanks, Sats. Good evening to you and Badge. Now, we spoke uh, last night as well and you, you mentioned that there was two meets simultaneously, Friday, Saturday in Brisbane, Doombin, Eagle Farm. Doombin on Friday. Now, I didn't ask this last night. Is that a twilight meet? Well, it sort of is, yeah. It kicks off at 2.34 local time in the afternoon, and the last race is at 6.04, so it'll still be nice and light at 6.04. And there's seven races, and they go in half-hour intervals. So there'll be a really good little meeting at Doombin. Seriously, who cares? Just what are your tips, mate? Give us something good. Come on. <laughs> You have, you have, That's what you have improved, about. I've got to say, Chris. You've improved as the, the weeks have gone on. So I'm, I'm well, I'm glad to hear that. That's, that's, that's <laughs> why I'm still on here, obviously. <laughs> um, we'll, kick, we'll give you two for Doombin and two for um, Eagle Farm on Saturday. Now, Doombin, race two, number seven, Blur Zebra. Tony Gollan trains Blur Zebra. One run back from a break at the Sunshine Coast. Nothing went right. I thought the run was still pretty good. So I think from a good gate tomorrow at Doombin, will be up on the speed throughout and it might be too strong. So race two, number seven, Blur Zebra. And race four, number 11, Platinum Euros. Now, this horse uh, has also accepted for Eagle Farm on Saturday. I think he's oh. a really good horse, but I don't think he can win both races. I think he'll <laughs> go around in this one. <laughs> I think he'll go around in this race tomorrow. So we're with him, Platinum so Euros. So we're not going to go with him on Saturday, obviously. And what have you got on, at uh, Forest at Eagle Farm? 
Eagle Farm, we're going race one, number five, Paladas. Tony Golan again, a cracking run at the Sunshine Coast last time out. Was wide all the way and was only beaten a small margin as the best of the day. And we'll also throw in, I'm not sure if this one will run or not, race six, number 11, Ashima. First emergency, having its first start. Uh, she's a really nice-looking filly who trialled well in Sydney. I think she'll run very well. I hope she gets a run. So race nice. six, number 11, Ashima. Yeah. You got them badge? Yeah, got them all. Ready no to go. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Uh, let's talk to you on Monday, hey? Look forward to it, guys. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. too. For the latest Queensland racing news, meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au, get racing, and gamble responsibly as always. 1-800-858-858. Good work. Scotty Sattler. Now, uh, new Seggy. We've done this a couple of times, but uh, I'm not sure if you have. Like it, don't like it. Support localaustraliamade.com.au. So I'm going to ask you something, and you can yep. ask me. Tell me if you like it or not. Uh, first one is not for, for you, Sats. It's for Zaka. Uh, break dancing in the 2024 Paris Olympics. Like it? Don't like it. Don't Zaka. like it. Why? Don't like it. You used to be a break dancer. I Zaka. did. Yeah, 1983, 84. In your crew. Yeah. Why don't you like it in the Olympics? Oh, because I don't think it's a sport. You're jealous because it wasn't there when you were. Probably. You don't think it's a sport. I don't think it's a sport. What if someone had said that to you when you were 14? What? That's two, not a sport. What country do you think are the leading break dancers at the moment, Badge? Ah. Uh, well, I reckon it used to be the US. America, used to that's be. where it started. Russia. How do you know these things? Russia, the best breakdown. Zaka. Because I'm still part of the underground badge. I'm trying to get Zaka on for an interview. We'll do that. Yeah, soon. don't like yeah. it. Okay, badge, I've got to don't, don't like it, don't like it. Uh, Wayne Bennett to Wendell Saylor is an 18-year-old. He walks in day one. He's got a one-week training trial, Wendell Saylor. Mm. Wayne walks in and he says, mate, I've seen you play. I think you're lazy. You're, lazy. you're quite full of yourself, <laughs> and I don't think you're going to make it here. <laughs> Like it or don't like it. How do you it? know that? You just read that in a, in a book. Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't do that with everyone, but Wayne is blunt. He's very blunt. <laughs> and the players have got no, you know, a young coach does that to you know, one of the newer players, the generation me, and they'll spit the dummy and never go near you again. But oh, Wendell would have, he would have copped it on the chin. He's pretty brash. Gone. Oh, he is. He's just gone, I'll prove him wrong. So I like it. I like it. It's pretty funny. Um, no one wanted to sign him, Wendell. Coming out of Serena and, really? and Mackay, yeah. What an athlete. Yeah, great athlete. One of uh, the great modern-day wingers. This one's for Sats. Mark Hunt talking about, in this day and age, knocking out Paul Gallen. In this day and age? Yeah, given concussions like and everything it. else. and Like it. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's boxing. Everyone knows what they go into the ring for. Mm. I'm, I'm really intrigued about this fight next Wednesday Me night. Me too. But I like it. I like it. I think Paul Gallen will beat him. Do you? Yeah, I oh, think. No one else does. Do you know what? Mark Hunt, what he'll do is he'll he'll lean against the ropes and hope that Gallen gets a hot head about him, and, and that's when Hunt will ice open. him. Mark, what Paul Gallen needs to do is walk out in the middle of the ring and say, "No, nah, come on, here we go. We're going to box." Yeah. And if they box, I think Gallen beats him. Tire yeah. him out. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Any more? Um, okay, uh, Pandia, who was the player of the series badge. He's yep. no man of the series in the T20. He gave his trophy away to Natasjaran, who made his debut in the third oh, ODI. Yes. Twenty-nine year old. I love it. He said he deserved it more than he I did. I love it. Absolutely outstanding. Hey, and just keep those texts coming as well. Badge and Sats, my favourite Christmas song is Mistletoe and Wine. Sporty Gab. We didn't ask for your Cliff song, Richard. Gab, but thanks for getting in. <laughs> Cliff Richard, look for the green and gold Aussie made logo to be sure it's authentically Australian made. And hi, guys, from uh, I love the draft. To his draft. <laughs> Good one. This sports day, open season at Kia with match winning deals and Australia's best seven year warranty across the range. 
You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.